Hey everybody, welcome to Journey Through the Generations. This is a day eight a recap of Relative Race. And today is a big day. Um, it is win or not coming last for three teams um, because they have two strikes and they're going home if they come in last place. Team Green, Blue, and Black. Yes. That is correct. Um, and it kind of, because, okay, first of all, it's episode eight of 10. So we're getting closer to the end. So that makes me sad. And then three teams having two strikes. And that means that one team could possibly go home. That makes me sad. Um, so this was, um, it was actually a really good episode, but it had a lot, you know, build up to it. Yeah, and you can tell throughout the episode that it was a lot of pressure on all the teams. Right. Uh, because um, people going home if if they don't do something. Right. So, And even though it's, you know, day eight and technically there's only one day left to actually meet a relative on day nine um, because day 10 is the final competition to see who wins the $50,000. So the upside is that all of the teams, which I don't think this has ever happened before, having all four teams to day nine, um, but at least all the teams will get to meet all of the relatives in the race. Yeah, and that's the good part about it, that everybody gets to meet, you know, all of their relatives Mm -hmm. in the the process of this game. So that's a real good thing. Um, So, of course... Like every episode, it starts off with um, the the contestants meeting with their family in the morning, just spending time with them. Uh, this time, both uh, both green and black gave their family gifts. It was right. their mothers because they both met their moms the day episode before. So, um, Casey Team Black showed her mom the um, pictures from throughout the race so far and um monica from team green showed her mom um pictures of her childhood so that was really nice for her to show her mom that they you know she had a really good life her parents were really good people and you know ultimately she did make the right decision because she grew up in a loving home yeah so so that all went on and uh they showed all of that for all four teams and of course it's time for dance text. Yes. And, and so everybody got to text for which city um, that they're going to. And so, Trisha, what um, what were the times in the uh, for each team? Um, the time for the blue team was one hour and 27 minutes. The green team was two hours and 30 minutes. The red team was three hours and eight minutes, and the black team had the longest time of three hours and 32 minutes. Yeah, so everybody got on the road, and it was time to go. It's day eight. Let's yes. go. And I think it's interesting that um, Team Blue, the twins, are still in Florida. It seems like they've been in Florida this whole race. Just about, but all their family. I mean, yeah, I guess true. From down there, and I think they have uh some cuban background mm-hmm. which that their is mom, where yeah. a lot of 
Cubans. That's in true. There, so that's true. That makes sense. Uh, but on, on the road, um, we got a little chance to see uh, some personality, some fun <laughs> personality from uh, Monica and Megan and Casey and Sean. Oh, that is true. That is true. Um, the green team, they pulled out their, um, what did they call it? Their spirit um I don't know. I don't know. Is it little headbands with right. the green things? And the little and, hand, the styrofoam hand. Yeah, you see at sports games, yeah. I'm number one. <laughs> that was too cute because she, um, she had her hand out the window with the little um, styrofoam hand on it, but she had to hold the bottom so it didn't fly out. So, yeah, I thought that was real cute. Yep, and then Casey and Sean uh, were singing, uh, which I bet you they do all the time. I think they do. I don't think they their, probably listen to the radio like we do. That's their life. Yeah, they, so, they're singers. But the fun part about it was, you know, Casey made up a song because they were going to Nashville, mm-hmm. Tennessee. So she made up her own little country song. Right. Um, she did a pretty good yeah. um, little song there. Yep. So that was, uh, that was really good. Um, and then, of course, because um, Devin and Liz uh, won uh, day seven, their benefit was a five-minute phone call uh, with anybody that they wanted to. And, of course, they chose their, their, uh, kids. their kids. Yeah, they have two little boys, and um, they were able to video chat with them and just check in with them. They they look to be pretty young. Um, I would yep. say they're they both were, under three. Yeah, three two, and under two and four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're really young, um, really cute boys too. Um, so I'm sure that helped them um, to know that they're doing well and to see them because I can only imagine um, being away from our son for that long when he was that young. Yeah, when he was that young. Now he's 18. And, he don't want to be bothered with us anyway, uh, yeah. so it's not that big of a deal. Yep. So. Um, so, yeah, they stopped at, looks like some restaurant or something, mm-hmm. and sat in the car and talked with them. And, of course, just in case you were wondering, their clock did stop for the five minutes that they were on the video call. So that didn't uh, go count against them right. and their time. So so that was good. Um, anything else? Yeah. Um, no, I just think that it was interesting that um, Team Blue, the twins, um, started you know, recapping about how oh, yeah. um, the other three teams have met a parent. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that has a lot to do with, you know, them wanting to meet their mom. Oh, yeah. Um, but even though they haven't, they were really happy for the other teams to be able to make that connection with their parent. Um, and they seem to be, you know, really happy for them and just knew just how much that, you know, ultimately not only changed, you know, the teammates, the team's life, but their parent that they just met as well. Well, you can definitely tell they are like feeling the desire, the pressure mm-hmm. the, um, to meet their mother. Right, yeah. And it's not jealousy. It's like, you know, other people met their yeah. parents. They haven't met theirs mm-hmm. yet. It gives them and hope, so I think. I think they were getting to a place as day eight mm-hmm. is pretty close to being over and i think i think they felt like well if they lose today and they go home and their mother is not there today are they gonna ever get a chance to, yeah, to, meet, to her? meet her yeah or or anything and i don't know it, maybe they mentioned it in past episodes and i just don't remember but i 
kind of started feeling that maybe she wasn't alive anymore. Did you do you well, remember that? I don't think that I got that impression because nobody has ever talked about her in past tense. Mm-hmm. They always That's say true. She still to this day hasn't gotten over losing yeah, you guys true. or you guys being taken away from her. So um, I think maybe she might be like in a mental hospital or something. Yeah, I um, but I don't know for sure. And I hope that they get to meet them. But they've met enough people that know her oh, yeah. that I feel like even if they don't meet her on the show, they'll have the opportunity after the show to be able to meet her because she yeah. may not want to, you know, be on the show. That's true. She may not. She may have told relative race to, hey, I ain't. I'm not trying, interested in this. I'm not trying to do no TV show. Yeah. Um, you know, so we'll just have to wait and kind of see what happens. Yeah, but I think everybody they've met knows her. Yeah. Like, and especially their brother that they just met last week. He lived with her for like five years. So and they've already met one of her sisters. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, yeah, I hope that works out yeah. for them. So, um, of course, everybody's going to Philadelphia. Uh, Philadelphia. You no, know, <laughs> Team Red is going to Philadelphia. Yes. Um Everybody's going to their cities, get their city selfies, and then on to the challenge. Yes. And so the challenge for today was called Fuzzy Photo. And so basically, they would show on the screen a picture um, that was fuzzy, is really blurry. And you had, I think, five seconds to uh, choose or. You had to figure. do five. Get five correct. I don't know if they uh, put I a time limit a, on it. There was a time limit. There was. I don't know if they said what it was, but I thought it, it was, said five seconds. Okay. But anyway, yeah. I could be wrong. Um so anyway, they had to um come up with what the picture was and if they got it wrong or they ran out of time, they had to use some of the props for their next guess. And yes, so, that would that was hinder their vision even further. Yeah. So they had to use um like binoculars, some kind of prism yep, glasses. Prism. Um, they had to put a horse head on with one of them. Mm. So then if you got it wrong, then you had to put one of these props on that made it even harder to see, basically. Yeah. And one of the props uh, for the next one was binoculars. Mm-hmm. And Sean was like, oh, I, I put it up backwards <laughs> so you can see it that's smart. good. And that, hey, that's smart. That's smart. But they that, got it. That's Hey, did the rules say they couldn't use it? It like just said that? use it. It didn't say you have to use it correctly. I feel like those same people who were on, on <laughs> Facebook of fan of, fans of relative race um, Facebook group are going to complain about he used the wrong using them wrong like they did the snapshot of the, the, uh, of the directions turn by turn mm-hmm. directions. So don't do that. <laughs> just, hey, just don't do that. It, I thought that I think I would have actually done well at this challenge because i did get quite a few of them right um so i think that i you know did pretty good at this challenge so the fact that he was able to use the prop and i didn't have to use any of the props and he had to and he was able to use them to his advantage that's part of the game yeah and it seemed like all four teams had you know issues with guessing the photos um, yeah, except for Team Blue. Team Blue seemed to just randomly spurt out names and objects, and it was right. They didn't have any rhyme or reason to it, but they um, didn't look like they had very many issues. Yep. So, so anyway, yeah, I thought it was a fun game. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to be moving around it wasn't and doing out something the hot, physical. It wasn't out in the hot sun. Yep, just, just sit down and get some pictures. Yeah. So, so it was it was it was a good TV to to see them. 
uh, and they showed what the pictures look like through the object that they had, the prop that they had to use. Yeah. So we were able to see kind of what they see through their, you know, prism glasses or, you know, the horse head or whatever. So that was interesting. Yeah. So everybody finished uh, the challenge and got their relative's address. Um, and it was time to go meet relatives. So I think, I don't know if ever, not everybody didn't have big issues with uh, navigating. Um, I could, I think Team Black and Team Red had the worst time right, yeah. navigating. And I think it's the pressure. Of the day, yeah. Right, because you never, I mean, you saw little spats and arguments and in previous days mm-hmm. but this one was more back and forth talking at the same time um you know casey getting mad at sean and you know right and, and they usually sing sing out of it and liz but and Devin didn't. was just lost all the way just, around yeah i guess they used to live um near near close or? by or out in the you know suburbs of philadelphia so at first, I think they felt like they knew how to get there and they didn't really need to map it out. Um, but they should have mapped it out. Yeah. I mean, Philadelphia is a big city and I would imagine that you don't know every part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a small town and don't know, you know, a lot. No, we don't, I know a large part. But I do not. There's still parts of our city that I don't know because I don't go yeah, over no. there. So, so anyway... Um, so, yeah, I just felt like all the teams, you know, was letting the pressure get to them. Yeah. Instead of calming down and getting through it. I agree. And one of the things that I noticed is I don't know if it was edited this way or if they really aren't using the little fancy compass GPS thing as much as they were in the beginning or they're just not talking about it. But it just seems like they're not um, utilizing that as much as they were in the, like the earlier episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how much it, how much it would have helped, you know, Liz and <laughs> Liz and Devin, because it looked like they was driving around in circles, but yeah. Um, and they said they were, in or near downtown yeah, Philadelphia. Which I can only imagine. And the downtowns of big cities are, are not yeah, easy to navigate. No. And it looked like they had a bunch of, you know, one way streets. Everywhere you went was a one way street, so they couldn't turn around. Um and, and a bunch cars, of alleys. Yep, cars parked on the on the road mm-hmm. and it yeah, it I would be frustrated too yeah. driving through that. Yeah, because when they finally did get to the relative's house, it's like they parked like two blocks away and had to you know, like walk through the neighborhood to get to the house yeah i don't know that that just seemed kind of odd i hadn't seen that kind of logistics yeah for before uh seemed like maybe you know relative race maybe would have picked a uh, getting an airbnb or something <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah because i feel like they've done that before because you know, it's. I feel like that's hard. Before. Yeah, so, but, but that's part of the game. Yeah, uh, so ultimately, all four teams did find their relatives. Yes, they did. So, so in the order that uh, they showed it on the episode tonight, um, the first one to meet their relatives was Team Blue, mm-hmm. and the twins met their other uh, aunt, Bobby. Right, their mom's um, sister. Their mother's sister, and so. Um, I think they maybe thought that that was 
uh, their mom at first. I think when they first drove up, because she was standing out there waiting on them, that they did think that that was their mom. Mm-hmm. So, well, they look, you know, they did. Pretty much I mean, she did look a lot like the pictures that they have seen. Yeah, um, because the pictures are a little older. Um, so, but yeah, it was the, it was their aunt. So they got a chance to sit down and get a lot of answers to questions that they had about their childhood, their adoption. Um, and I can never remember the twins' names. Which one is which? Joseph? The d- driver is Anthony. Anthony. Okay. So Joseph had questions about his cerebral palsy. Was it caused, you know, by child abuse or an accident or was it just a, a birth um, kind of a what they call labor it? issue? Yeah. So, so a birth defect. So, you know, I don't, you know, they he was able to get answers to that, even though Aunt Bobby didn't know exactly, but she felt like that their mom would never do anything like that, you know, to her kids. Right. And so, um, I mean, we don't know her, so we just got to take Aunt Bobby's word for it at this point. So, but yeah, they were they were able to get answers and they felt better about it. Yeah, and again, they keep hearing the same story that your mom wanted you. Um, Aunt Bobby was able to tell them that um, she brought the twins home from the hospital and, you know, she didn't have a lot of money. She wasn't well off. She had mental issues. And basically the state took over and decided that since the boys were ill and were premature um, and were still sick when they got um, home from the hospital, that it was better that um, she placed them for adoption to be able to have someone else um, be able to take care of them because of their medical issues that they would need. Yeah. So good for them. I'm glad they're able to um, um, get some more answers. Mm-hmm. And um, even though it wasn't their mother, um, they still got a close relative. So um, they were definitely happy to see each other. Yes, they still, they keep getting pieces of the puzzle every week. So that's always good. Yep. Who's next? Um, Team Green. Um, Monica met her first cousin, David, on her dad's side. I think it was her dad's side. Yes, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was her dad's side. Um, And what was interesting is that he actually didn't know that much about that side of his family. And she was able to tell him about the people that she's met on this journey um, that are now his cousins and that are his family. Yeah, so that's good for him um, to learn. He basically got a whole nother part of his family right. in, in one day. In so, one day, yeah. Um, so that's good for him. Uh, the next team was uh, Team Black, um, Casey and Sean, and they walked up to um, the guy and said, whose relatives are you? <laughs> and he said, Casey, I'm Sean's. <laughs> I'm Sean's relative. And uh, I think we, we just got accustomed to everybody being Casey's, Casey's. Uh, relative. They were able to throw Sean, you know, in there and mm-hmm. get him involved and meet some of his family. Which I thought was really nice because, you know, we've learned a lot about Casey Um during this show um and so it was interesting to find out more about sean and his childhood and he um 
told us that his father actually passed away while serving in the military when he was four years old. So he actually didn't grow up with his father. Um, so to be able to meet somebody on his father's side, he said it was really special. The thing I'll say about um, Sean that I learned about him is that he's lived in some of the most beautiful places in this country. <laughs> that is true. Because I've been there. Um, he was born... Was he born, born in, in, San, in San Diego? Yeah, on, a, on the um, military on the army base. base. Yeah. Or not army base, but whatever. The, the naval base. I think it's a naval base. Yeah. The military base. But anyway, um, so he would live there. I'm jealous. San Diego <laughs> is one of my favorite places um, and can't wait to go back. Um, and then he lived in Monterey, California, which I've been to for work. And I spent like a week and a half there for work uh working a golf tournament and that's where pebble beach is um and del monte golf course and it is just the most beautiful place just oh i just want to go back it's expensive but i want (laughs) to i want to go back so anyway you know not really a part of relative race but made me jealous (laughs) another good thing about um Sean's visit was he was able to see pictures of his great grandparents, um, which I, you know, I love old pictures. I love pictures, family pictures. Um, and his cousin brought out the um, great grandfather's obituary, which, you know, I'm a fan of obituaries, family pictures, things like that. So that really um, made me happy. Yeah. And then this, uh, the last team was Team Red. And who did Liz meet? Liz met her sister, Jennifer. Um, so Liz, this is her father's, um, on her father's side. So she has met the entire family of her father's side. She met her father and her three siblings. And so this one um, just rounded out the completion of her meeting that family member. Um, and she was excited to know that she only lives like an hour and a half away from her. Um, so they've already planned, you know, how they're going to get together on a regular basis. Yeah. And that's awesome. And Liz was, you know, understandably very um, emotional, emotional about it because she lived just an hour or so away this whole time. This whole time. And, uh, I kind of, I've kind of had that same thing happen to me and my discovery, even though these folks aren't alive, (laughs) but still, you know, in my discovery of my family, you know, I found family that's buried in the cemetery. I've been driving past for 25, 26 years. This is true. And never knew. You just never know. um, But, but yeah, when I saw Jennifer, at first I was like, it can't be her sister because, you know, right off the bat, they didn't look alike to me. You know, just a quick mm-hmm. look. Plus, she ran to she leave, ran. so I didn't yeah, really did. get a great look. Um, but then, when everything kind of settled in, I was like, okay, oh, yeah, they, yeah, I see the cheeks. You can see it. I did. So, um, so anyway, of course, everybody was happy to meet their family. They got a chance to sit down and talk and, and do all those kinds of things. So, um so now everybody got to talk to Dan. Yes, the video call with Dan is always interesting. Yes. So, um, especially tonight, because again, I know we keep saying this, but three teams have two strikes. And so, will this be the last time that we have a video chat with all four teams? 
Man, I tell you, I don't. I'm just glad that all four teams made it this far. Yes, um, because it could have easily gone the other way mm-hmm. when there when there would be like two teams left. Right, and again, I don't think this has ever happened. Um, I know four teams haven't made it to day nine before, but I don't think four teams have made it to day eight. I'm gonna go back and look and see. Well, I don't think it's really possible that all four teams can make it mathematically to day ten, but. No, but, but I don't think four teams have gotten this far. That's what I'm saying. This day eight, yeah. You said day. You said day ten. I think. Oh, I meant but eight. Anyway, okay. Everybody knows what you're talking about. So, all right. So here um, are the the um, results for um, for the day. So, the big winner for day eight was Team Green. Yes, Team. Green and they said that they were going to get first place. <laughs> they did. They said at the beginning of the show, "We're we are focused. We gonna do this." They had their spirit stuff on, and they won. And they so, came in two minutes under their time. Yeah, and so their uh, benefit for day nine is a challenge benefit that we don't know the specifics of yet. They don't either. We'll learn it um, next uh, next Sunday. Um, during the day nine episode and in the past when they've done this, it's been like everybody else had to do, you know, the regular number of times, but the team who won that benefit had to do it with the easier, Mm -hmm, uh, you know, whatever it is, they had easier rules. Mm -hmm. Like a closer goal or, you know, if they have to walk across like the little, ledge thing or whatever theirs isn't as high as everybody else stuff like that yeah and so the team that came in second place is 13 minutes over their time was team black so good for them yes i'm so glad that's right now that's two teams that had two strikes yes they're good for day nine they can relax they can relax for now yes and then get a good night's sleep. Yep. And so now it came down to Team Blue, which has two strikes, and Team Red, that only has one strike. Yes. And Team Red is coming off uh, two wins in a row. Yes. So the momentum is they have it swung their way. Yeah. But uh, the team that came in uh, third place was Team Blue. Yes. 14 minutes over, which means Team Red got a strike. And, and nobody went home. Nobody went home. Um, Team Red, that Philadelphia just did not do them yep. well. They came in 41 minutes over. They were not shocked by the fact that they got um, fourth place. But again, nobody went home. And virtually, this is, you know, everybody's even again. Everybody has two strikes. And everybody gets to meet their final relative. Yeah, that drive to their parents' house, just, to their relative's house, just killed them. It did. That was just too much. Because they them did to really overcome. well on the challenge. It had to be the drive. Yeah, in order for them to have a to have become in third place, that far somebody behind. else would have had to have just as hard a time. Traffic, weather, something, something. Yeah, and nobody had any of that. So, but again, like I said, everybody gets to go to day nine. Everybody gets to meet their final relative. Um, Everybody's even. They all have the same amount of strikes. Um, So I think it's going to be 
a very interesting day nine. Yeah, day nine is going to be even more pressure for all of um, them. Now for all four teams because somebody is going home regardless. Yeah. And three other teams will be guaranteed, of course, to day 10 to participate. Fight for the money. But the good thing is, is that everybody will get a chance to meet all nine of their relatives. Yes. And I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look at all nine day nine episodes of the last six episode seasons and i'm gonna get back with y'all and see if this is the first time this has ever happened that's my homework this week so good episode um as always um really um always good to see um everybody meet their families Mm -hmm. so everybody's always so happy and the fact that they got a strike team red but she got to meet her sister she was all right with it yeah so Congratulations to Team uh, Green, yes. Black, and Blue mm-hmm. for uh, not getting a strike and going home. Um, and we need Team Red to pick it up because that was our, <laughs> that's team, our team we were rooting for. So, anyway. All right, guys. I think that's it uh, for the Day 8 recap of Relative Race. Uh, we're very happy that you were able to join us. Um, if you enjoyed this episode um, and what we're doing, on Journey Through the Generations, please um, subscribe. You can listen to our podcast on your favorite platform that you use to listen uh, to pod- to podcasts. Um, you can also uh, follow us on social media um, and just tell your friends and family about us and, um, and the uh, podcast. All of our information will be down in the episode notes uh, for today's show. Um, and I think that's it. I think so. You're good? I'm good. All right, guys. Everybody stay well out there. Stay healthy. And we will talk to y'all later. Y'all have a good one.